When teaching and speaking in today's world, it is good to remember that one should only speak on subjects one knows about. We live in a specialized time when there are experts in every area of life and work, so that when the physician or research scientist speaks, they speak in technical terms that are familiar to that genre of life and work and knowledge. When one speaks about computers, one speaks very technically about that which runs and drives the whole computer and technological world. And so for today, I thought I would limit myself to the subject of the nature of God and all that God would teach. It's so funny how credibility has gone out the window when we all have so much to learn from each other. Today, we continue on in our Stewardship Sermon Series, A Season of Growth. Growth is not necessarily being productive. It has a more organic nature to it. When the Bible talks about growth, it has to do more with being fruitful. Jesus used multiple parables that had to do with seeds when it comes to growing in faith. Being fruitful and faithful in our relationship with God go hand in hand. Today, as we are looking at special gifts within the life of the church, we are focusing on teaching and touching under the theme Reaching with Teaching. I remember my second grade Sunday school teacher, Mr. Butcher, and I can still picture one particular Sunday when he had the courage to put on a cowboy outfit. At the time, I didn't think anything about it. He came with a big hat and boots, and I imagine he must have borrowed his son's toy six-shooters, and he had a bandana around his neck. I'm guessing he took a lot of grief from his adult friends at the church for the way he dressed up that way that day. I can't tell you a single word he said. I just know he did it, and he was trying to relate out of the culture of the time when I was growing up as a young boy with the others in my class, something of what we could relate to in the Christian faith. And as a result of that, and every Sunday with his teaching, although I can't tell you a thing he said, I know he rubbed off on me. You've probably heard me say this before. The Christian faith is caught more than it's taught. The medical missionary, Albert Schweitzer, who dedicated his entire life to missionary work, said, start early to instill in your students awareness that they are on this earth to help and serve others. That is as important to pass on to them as knowledge. And so it is. And and keep in mind, Schweitzer had a medical degree as a physician, a theological degree from a seminary, and he played the organ beautifully. His lifelong commitment That's reaching with teaching. To learn that we are cared for and that we are to care for this world. As Paul wrote in Romans, we all have talents. 
If it's teaching, then use it for teaching. And listen to these words that Michael read from 1 Timothy. Stress these things and teach them. Let no one despise your youth. Instead, you be an example of what church members should be in speech and conduct, in love, in faith, in dedication. Now, we've had a challenging time this past year and a half with teaching and reaching to our children and youth. But we have tried to do the very best we can in a very problematic time when kids and practically everyone have been zoomed out. But our kids and our youth are very important. In our UCC history and heritage, we have a long tradition of utilizing and emphasizing the gifts of the mind. And so our congregational forebears were instrumental in starting many colleges and universities in this country. And we have always felt that the gifts of the mind should be stretched and expanded as far as they can. And then we make the leap of faith. And that's why we're all here today. Because we each bring our own good minds and our experiences to bear on this. And then we come in the spirit of love and faith. We value teaching and education for all generations. Children, youth, college students, and adults of all ages. Worship, I want to remind you, is not education. There may be some educational aspects about it that come as a secondary byproduct of worship, but worship is first and foremost worshiping and praising God. And so in the church, we need adult education. Worship is not really enough on its own. We need to be in dialogue with one another and grow in our Christian faith. And that takes place through adult education, classes, and study. Recently, we've had our 5 by 5 by 5 program, which allowed many of us to read the entire New Testament in a year and also have study sessions. Most recently, we had our ABCs of Faith class. More classes will be offered in the near future, so stay tuned. Reaching with teaching. Utilizing the gifts of our faith. Now, there's one additional form of teaching which applies to every single person listening. Teaching by example. Teaching by example. I want to tell the story of Junior. (laughs) Junior was about 15 years old. When his dad came home from work one day with a smile on his face, the family wondered what had happened. He said, well, I got stopped by a police officer today and I got a ticket. But a friend of mine down at City Hall was able to get me off and they tore the thing up. A year or so later, Junior was sitting at the dinner table. And mom confessed to dad that she had accidentally run the car into a tree as she was backing out of the garage. Mom and dad strategized that they would tell a little lie and report it to the insurance company that she had been hit in the parking lot while she was shopping so they could turn it in for an insurance claim. 
Then when it was time for Junior to go off to college, they fudged on the financial aid reporting form a little bit to show that they didn't have as much as they really did so that he could get more financial aid. Well, along about the end of his freshman year of college, Junior was to take a calculus test, and he didn't know what he was going to do. He wasn't prepared. And so he bought some answers from an upperclassman. He was caught by the professor and, of course, expelled from the university. When he came home, his mother was crying and said, How could you have done this to us? This isn't the way we raised you. (laughs) Well, whether we know it or not, and whether we like it or not, we teach by example. We all have talents, wrote Paul. If it's teaching, use it for teaching. Stress these things and, and teach them. Let no one despise your youth. Instead, you be an example of what church members should be in speech and conduct, in love and faith and dedication. Example is not the main thing in influencing others. It's the only thing. And that is true for teaching. People are changed not so much by what we say, but the way we live. Reaching. Reaching. Reaching with teaching. The Christian faith is caught as much as it's taught. I want to share one final story. It's about a woman who once dreamed that she was looking out at a vast crowd of people. And all of them were were reaching toward her and longing for some response that, that she knew them and that she cared for them. And in her dream, she said, Lord, I want to reach out and touch them all, but there are so many. What shall I do? And he replied, touch those whom you can reach. Reaching with teaching. We won't be able to touch everyone, but we can touch those around us and in our community of faith. We are stewards of all the gifts of life. We are called to fruitfulness, to greater growth as we share in community. Teaching takes place for all generations. And we also have our life teaching through Example. And if it hasn't been obvious, let me state it now. That we can be reaching with teaching through the sharing of all our gifts, including our financial ones. This season of stewardship is a season of growth as we share all our gifts as abundantly and fruitfully as we come, as we can. And so may may all our days be touching and reaching with teaching. One of my joys during this difficult past year and a half has been teaching with Michael. And once again, we're going to have a conversation about the importance of sharing gifts as an expression of our faith. I want to thank Michael for being part of a conversation where we can just reflect for a few minutes on the nature of how people have uh, helped us catch the faith and uh, 
how we maybe in turn can be a part of teaching with reaching. So uh, we thought it would be good to just share some of the people and things in our lives that have been so important in helping us to have the faith that we have. So, Michael, if you'd like to begin. Well, my story starts when I was about nine years old, and I had a youth minister that actually told me that you should think about going into the ministry. Well, after that, I got about as far away from the ministry as one can get. (laughs) But then I slowly came back to God, and then I came to this church. And I have served under seven-plus ministers here, uh, including you. And I have learned so much from you, but also the other ministers, about faith, how to have faith, how to live faith, how to project faith, that those seeds were planted very, very deep, and I have lived with them. And the final thing I'd like to say is I have also had seeds planted for my faith through all of you. I've talked to many of you. We've talked about our faith. We've talked about problems in faith, the positives in faith. And I have learned so much from you. You have planted many, many seeds in me. You may not have realized it, but you did. That's great. And uh, I think it it is so true uh, for me as well that um, uh, even though we think that we're in ministry to and with the congregation. So often we find ourselves ministered to by you, by your kindness, by your compassion, your understanding and sensitivity. So uh, we truly are a community of grace where we can share that blessing with each other. And, and we want to thank you for the part you play for us in our own faith and development and growth. As I think of um, some of the people that have rubbed off on me, um, <clears throat> I had the opposite experience. The two people who most influenced me, my own father and the minister of the church where I grew up, um, neither one ever suggested that I should go into the ministry. Uh, in fact, one of them said, "If there's in, when I was starting to think about it, he said, if there's anything else you'd rather do, you should go do it. He was basically saying, don't enter the ministry half-baked. Um, but my own father, as I've, I've shared before, was the most Christ-like person I've ever known, not so much by what he said, but by how he lived and how he treated others. And that rubbed off on me. And also the minister of the church where I grew up uh, was a very real and human person. And he was so accepting, unconditionally accepting uh, of people and of me and affirmed questions. And uh, affirming the questions in faith is as important as some of the answers we find because we don't get all the answers to all our questions. But uh, those two people have been probably the most influential in my faith development. And even though they're both uh, deceased and have been for some time, they continue to live on in me. Their seeds of faith continue to live in me as I recall their spirits and how they touched me. So now we want to shift for a moment to help you think as well as to how you can be uh, someone who reaches others through your own life teaching and your own example. And so we're just going to reflect for a moment on, on how we have those occasions uh, to potentially touch and reach others. So, Michael? I think the most uh, direct way that I have done that or tried to do it is through the teaching that I've done here at Neighborhood Church. I taught a Bible study class for 13 years. I taught classes with Carl Johnson. I've taught classes with you. I've taught other classes on my own. And I think that's a gift that we have been given to share with others, and hopefully through that process, 
plant seeds in them, just like we have had seeds planted in us, to grow in their own faith. And I can only hope that that happened through those teaching experiences and also doing sermons and Bible studies and so forth. But we have a gift that we have been given that I feel we need to share, and that is to plant as many seeds as we can. We may never know if they come to fruition, but we can do that. Well, and I also just want to affirm that uh, not just through your formal teaching, Michael, but just through the way you are, your presence, your grace, your goodness, your faith in other people, that rubs off on others. And I suspect there are many in the congregation who have been touched by and blessed by your teaching. Thank You're you. reaching them through your teaching. And for me, um, it's, it is the formal classes and other things that we do, those opportunities, but it's also just the random encounters. And out at the coffee hour, perhaps, maybe it's in a meeting where we shift our focus just enough to think about what God wants us to be doing in our work together and our ministries here at the church um, that I might have the chance to uh, uh, rub off on or have some positive influence in someone's life. But one of the things I learned a long time ago in ministry is that we never know with seeds uh, how they're going to take root and how much they're going to grow. Uh, and I was reminded of this just a couple of years ago when I was doing the youth ministry here at the church, which I loved, by the way. Um, I realized that it was a lot of work, and um, I never knew whether I was totally connecting with the kids. When we were talking about faith and just raising questions with each other. Um, but someday, I hope, those experiences will take root in those young people's lives as they consider their own faith and how they want to be a person of God with response and responsibility to and with the world. So um, we never know. I just not too long ago got an email from somebody that I married 25 years ago back in the Midwest. Um, hadn't talked to him since the day of their wedding. Didn't know anything about it. They texted or, I mean, emailed to say uh, how important I had been in the beginning and, and uh, those initial times of their wet their marriage and getting started in life and they're still very happily married and they just wanted to say thank you but uh, we never know with those seeds uh, how it goes but today we are hoping that you'll consider both how you've been touched but how you can reach others through just the example and living of your life because we all have a call to ministry and sharing our gifts